Hey, this is Bree of Mama Meets World. Every two weeks, my show is live. It's a safe and special place for Black mothers and the people who love us. So for more about the Black motherhood experience, make sure you subscribe to my show. I'm sure you'll love it. to another episode of the crown and collars podcast presented to you by flawless noses media i am one of your hosts i am jeremy i go by black dante on twitter um i don't have no aka's for tonight and i am joined by what's going on everybody this is bianca aka tall bianca xo on twitter aka girl we risking it all or what Uh, (laughs) aka Cause you, cause you keep, cause you keep texting me and playing pen pal. But was we doing this, or did you just want a pen pal? Cause that's not what I put on my profile. AKA life short. Let him or her hit, or them hit. Because shout out to all our non-binary squad. It is uh, also National Non-Binary Person Celebration Day. I mean, we should be celebrating our non-binary fan every day. To be perfectly honest, Correct. but. People who say that on the internet tend to be head asses. Uh, and what I want to make clear is that, like, today is the day where we specifically honor and cherish and give particular thanks to the people in our lives whose gender identity, expression, and so forth fall outside of the gender binary. Um, because the gender binary is kind of bullshit in the first place. It should be a spectrum. Not a binary, not a this or that situation. There are some people who feel like they're both. There are some people who feel like they're either. As someone who formally identified as gender fluid, I can understand that. Like, hey, some people are both. Some people are neither. Some people are all of the above. Some people just look at the scale and they go, mm-hmm, you know, that shit might be fine. So, yeah. give honor, give respect, um, give appreciation, you know, show love to the non-binary folks in your life. Um, and keep in mind also with that, that not all non-binary people use they, them pronouns necessarily. So when in doubt, ask um, those of us in the community who know that providing clarification may be useful or helpful or otherwise important, generally don't mind answering your question. There's some exceptions to people are just like, yo, like, just call me my name. That's a good pronoun for me. Um, yeah. But yeah, when in doubt, ask. Um, it can't hurt and if you are asking a person who is inclined to take it as a joke or not take it seriously or say oh well, I identify as an attack helicopter be like fam you didn't even land a joke how are you going to land a helicopter mm. Mm. you hate to see it but I love to break them down and there it is but um as usual, this is a Flawless Noses Media product presentation. Uh, check out our website, FlawlessNoses.com. Bianca, tell the people more. Yeah, so FlawlessNoses.com, we got all these great, wonderful shows going on. Um, a nice little lineup. A little bit of something for all occasions. 
we're a small group, not a very, very big tent over here, but we try to create content for a big tent. So hashtag content. If you like what we got going on, if you check out some of the other shows, like what they got going on, do us a favor and either become a patron, get this bonus content via Patreon, or just kick us a little general, you know, love fund money. Um, all of it helps. All of it matters. Again, some of it gets you um, tiered benefits, right? Uh, we like to give shout outs to people who have kicked us money. And if you remain a bonus content subscriber, that's the five and $10 levels. Uh, you never know. Check your mail. Something might appear in it one day for you. So give that, uh, give our website a check out, um, check out our other shows. We got a lot of great things going on. Like I said, for all people of all types, of all occasions, and we are not a very big group doing it. So show your folks some love and show your folks some love. Indeed. And with that, we'll go ahead and get into the show. Speaking of showing love, we want to send love and light and condolences to the family of Naya Rivera. She, um, the autopsy has been issued by the Ventura County Medical Examiner's Office. Uh, she died as a result of drowning. Um, she, it, her death was also ruled as an accident. She was swimming with her son and unfortunately her son saw her swimming and went, she went down and she never came back up. Um, very horrifying, um, experience I'm sure for him, um, wishing him all the best and all the love and light and just, uh, Whatever deity you pray to, um, if you pray, uh, please uh, send one up to just whatever deity that is to just wrap him in just the, the 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 finest of warm hugs and love because that is I can't imagine um, to her family, her friends, people that loved her. Um, very tragic. Um, it was a very tragic uh, like turn of events on social media because. Um, you know, she she went down and she never came back up. You know, people, the police did, they were looking for her. Um, and you know they couldn't search at night. And some of y'all being here, this is about that. Which, um, just very horrifying and sad. So rest in peace to Naya. Um, love and light to her family. And uh, just another case of 2020 is just the fuck trash. Just a horrible, awful, no good, very bad year. Um, I only have a limited, like, personal amount of knowing her work, but I can see through the people who I know who did work with her that she was a light. And yes. it is sad that a light that shone so bright only shone for half as long. But Indeed. Hopefully her memory can persist um, and her legacy can persist. I think her son will be shrouded by the love and care of not only her peers and family and loved ones, but the fans too. I think uh, people will continue to look out and make sure that he is raised, shrouded by love and support and care and attention. Speaking because... of fans, y'all leave Big Sean alone. Like, <laughs> like I get it. Like they used to date and they had like a very weird breakup and he made that song that was about her that was honestly very problematic and fucked up i get it but like leave him alone like yeah, yeah. he's he in some sense is mourning right like yeah try not to detract from that he is mourning too he had a relationship with her and regardless of how it ended even if it was an ugly horrible breakup they they still had something they still shared 
special times with each other. So right, and we don't know like, like that's the other thing. Like you don't, and I'm not saying this is disrespect to Nia or Big Sean, but we don't know them. Like we don't know. Like the only thing we know is they had a relationship. They had a bad breakup. Big Sean made that song. We don't know if they've reconciled since then. We don't know if they've talked. We don't know if they've been been cordial since then because they have not let us know their relationship as of this you know up to this point if they even had one and honestly it's not our goddamn business so leave him alone quit quit being weird goodness gracious yeah quit being weird just quit being weird like it's enough going on with her family the 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 angry comments you typing in big sean's instagram is love and 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 well and good thoughts and 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 warmness you could be sending towards her family exactly uh, speaking of another family that needs um, love and support, um, the Mandela family also needs it because, um, unfortunately, Zinzi Mandela, the youngest daughter of Nelson Mandela, uh, she died at the age of 59. Uh, she grew up in, in the fight against apartheid and was serving as South Africa's ambassador to Denmark at the time of her death. Um, uh, 59 is... I mean, we always say this, you know, all the time, you know, very cliche is to, you know, whenever someone passes, you know, it's so-and-so died and it was so young, but 59 is young. I mean, the thing about the cliche is that it's very true and it's very prominent because this is a loss that's permanent, right? It's not like, oh, you know, she's just paralyzed from the waist down or, oh, she had a traumatic brain thing and, man, like, this is death, right? Death is, like, there's no coming back from that, so... Cliche as it may be, yes, that is young. And, you know, we, 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 we tend to have the big fallout over, like, the much older celebs. I call Ryder Pass recently. I saw a lot of people just, like, losing their minds about it. I was like, he was 98. He lived a very full life. Um, we should congratulate and celebrate the full life he lived and continue on. But, like, this wasn't even, like, a family member or anything, right? It was like, oh, I lost my This is just, like, a, a movie watcher who was spiraling and yet when it's somebody who's 59 we see a little bit less of that you know someone who's in that age like that's not even retirement age you know right. and it's, and and that's even that's kind of a shitty capitalist benchmark because it's like oh you worked all the way up to retirement age and promptly died like it's you know it's not that at all but right. it's like damn like it just brings Your all worth should be tied to like the things that you did you know, right. like you said, that's a capitalism. That's a result of capitalism. Yeah, like what what your job is becomes how we define people so often and has been that way for generations. And I really hope that as as coronavirus continues to be just a thing that's going to be written about in history books, that the notion of so much premature loss right where people's like lives are just going and then the world stopped and then their life stopped it's just like it's just super sad super unfortunate and so you know swinging it back to Zinzi Mandela you know again 59 years old and it's like shit we you know we were just like this pot this podcast was a thing when Nelson passed yeah yeah not that long early, ago. but it was a thing, and it yeah, it just it just brings it back to how not long it takes or how long it's been. So, indeed, um, I do, 
Um, I do love though that she will not just be remembered as the daughter of Nelson and Minnie. She was an activist and had her own voice and fought her own fights and was respected and reserved um in her own in her own lane. Um and I do love that for her. Like she won't be just remembered as the daughter of Nelson and uh, Winnie Mandela. Nelson Mandela, yeah. Yeah. Um t- incredible um Incredibly terrible loss of peace and love and prayers and warm wishes to the Mandela family as they grieve. Um, and again, another case of 2020 being trashed. Horrible, no good, very bad year. Like, if we just do a soft reset, you know how, like, remember the N64, like, when the game cartridges were in play and you could just take it out and blow it and reset it? Mm-hmm. That's what we need to do to 2020, because goddamn. I would not be opposed to um, there being a massive agreement, basically, like they used to do back in the 1600s or the 1500s or the 1700s even, or I think even in the 1800s they had where they were like, hey, look, we got to get the calendar right, right? So let's just start off running back. Yeah. (laughs) Running back. Let's let's just add some days. Let's subtract some days. Like, okay, y'all don't count anything from October 8th to October 27th. And on October 14th, just call it October 28th, and we'll be good. Like, we, we'll, we'll catch up, I promise. Right. Um, they used to do that back in the day. There, there were councils that governed how calendars for the dominant culture um, worked. Because if you, you, know, if you have a Jewish friend in the Jewish calendar, I believe they're on, like, year 5790 or thereabout, um, which doesn't mean much to like the banking and the the common significance identifiers of the world we live in like it's it's Tuesday July what 14th 2020 in London too it's Tuesday June 14th July 2020 in Sao Paulo too it's Tuesday June 14th July 14th 2020 in, you know, Kingston, Jamaica, too. I think in Hong Kong, it's, like, actually Wednesday the 15th now. I think the time is bumped. But you know what I mean. Like, we right. we all run on that same calendar. And I think for uh, the Jewish people, the um, the year is more so for their religious practices and traditions and things. 5780, by the way. I was off by 10 years. Correct. Speaking of this year, uh, this year needing a reset, uh, the Washington racial slurs have decided to reset, officially reset their name by dropping the racial slur that was their name for, um, for 87 years. Um, basically, it's a case of when the money, when the money dropped, so did the name. Money dropped, the bullshit stopped, and here we are. Let's go. Um, yeah, so we talked about last week on the show, if you listen, shout out to y'all who listened. Right. That along with changing the team name, they should change the colors as well because, like, maroon and yellow just, like, it invokes that particular thing, right? It invokes that shitty racist, like, skin tone that, like, the Cleveland baseball team kind of was using a similar reddish-brown color. Um that we best describe as maroon. Maroon also has its, you know, early 20th century racist connotations. 
And then the yellow, just like, you know, and that is going to be hard to do. That's going to be harder to decouple from. Yeah. And so we were like, not only like, because it's like, yeah, like not only the name, but also the colors, like it's synonymous with this theme. Like, like you think of the Saints, you think of black and gold. You think of the Falcons, you think of red and black. You think of the Broncos, Broncos, orange and blue. Yeah. Right. So like Raiders, black and silver. Right. uh, The Dolphins. Rams, blue and yellow. Dolphins with the aqua and the orange. Like, these things all have these connotations, which is why, like, when teams relocate, they typically change the colors up also. Um, mm-hmm. And not always, but, like, when the Browns moved and went to Baltimore, they were like, no, oh, we don't want to be brown and orange. Let's be purple and black. That will be tight. Um, right. Or when the, when the Oilers left Houston and went to Tennessee, yeah, they kind of retained the blue and red a little bit, but they were like, let's make this this dark blue kind of our main color, and we'll keep the – We'll keep the blue, the light blue is kind of a secondary, which was briefly a main, and then we'll, you know, do the, the red just as an accent color. But they tend to move away, they tend to switch things up. Like when the Hornets became the Pelicans, they switched the colors up. Um, it usually happens, right? And, and when you have a relocation, when you have a name change, it helps. It helps to freshen it up. But they're going to keep those colors. And now there is a Twitter account with 48 followers that calls itself the Red Wolves promo team. And the reason I bring up the name Red Wolves is because Jay Williams, one time uh, Duke All-American and current ESPN analyst. Who we'll talk about in just a second. Talk about again in just a second, but uh, floated the name Red Wolves as an idea. And he said, it's a military theme name, strike one. Plus in most native cultures, strike two, wolf is considered a medicine being associated with courage, strength, loyalty, and success at hunting. Three strikes, my nigga, you out. Like, no, right. the point of changing the Redskins name is not to do, like, diet racial stereotyping or racial archetyping or... Or performa- performative wokeness. Right. Like, the point of... No, let me not say that because I got a rant later on, but continue, Bianca. Yeah, the, the point was to get away from that imagery altogether. And right. the way to do that is not to take a half step. It's not to take a half measure. This is silly. And so uh, some people said Red Tails after the old uh, military infantry division. I kind of disagree with that one. Also for kind of the same thing, like you're moving from, you know, native folks to peoples who are part of a larger system that largely othered and reduced the size of and shrank the the population of native indigenous folks um yeah anything dealing with the military it's like you do realize the military killed them like i don't know not the best i don't i don't think i don't think using people that you know committed genocide against their people is the right way to quote-unquote honor Native Americans. Or to, or to honor the fact that you're separating from using them as mascotting. Right. That's... That's the other part. So, yeah. So, and, and then also Red Tails, just is, it's a soft name. Like, that's... <laughs> that's also that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um... 
and somebody um, somebody asked very prominently and said, why does the military have to be brought into this? We're referring to the Red Tails name and the Red Wolves name, like really both of them. And somebody was like, our head coach wants something that honors the military. It's like, okay, yeah, same question. Why does the military have to be brought into this? Just Correct. make it a football team name. Right. Go with, I mean, I floated Terriers last week. I think because if you go terriers, you can you can actually keep that maroon and gold scheming, and you've you've done it in the way of animal, right? Mm-hmm. Or you know, I mean, Red Hawks doesn't quite work because again, you're dealing with sort of the same thing, like a Black Hawks hockey team that needs to. So yeah, it, they they do need to. figure it out and I think the best thing to do honestly would be to get away from the word red altogether yes you beat me to it like anything dealing with red I think is going to be problematic um, and um, I thought about I just had the thought of maybe as Native Americans but then that also is kind of problematic and I was shooting myself in the foot because again um, Native Americans don't want nothing to do with this yeah. Yeah. So uh, also um I like saw a few um I guess diehard either either diehard racial slurs fans or um people that just didn't give a shit um citing that quote unquote poll that they took to try to justify keeping the damn name. Um y'all don't read because that poll they took where they were like, well, Native Americans don't care that, you know, the name is the name. Uh, they asked white folks that shit and just passed it right. on as like they asked some damn Native Americans. Stop Here's saying that one, shit. One, once you got one that doesn't like it, that's, that's, that's enough. Yeah. You don't, need to, you don't need to keep hunting and saying, oh, well, who doesn't find this offensive? Like, just fucking make the change. Do the easy thing. Right. Make the easy pass. Make the easy pass. It's a fast. It's a fast break layup with nobody there to guard. Don't don't be a Maurice space. Yeah, please don't do it for your bro. Do not do it for your bro. Your bro will backstab you and let <laughs> you down. Um, speaking of letting people down, um, Deshaun Jackson. Um, has accepted Holocaust survivor Edward Mosberg's invite to visit to visit Auschwitz um, because um, he uh, Deshaun got in a little bit of trouble uh, last week last, since last we record. Um, he made some uh, very um, he apologized for his post last week uh, where he uh, made some um, very uh, stupid. Uh, anti-Semitic messages um, that he attributed to Adolf Hitler. Um, he was fined, according to, to the uh, to the NFL. And um, after getting called out and issuing an apology, he accepted, accepted an invitation to visit Auschwitz uh, with a 92-year-old survivor of a Nazi concentration camp, be, being uh, Mr. Mosby. Yeah, not gonna lie, I didn't have much of a hand on that situation. Um, I I'm more than acutely aware of like anti-Semitic remarks. Went to high school with a lot of Jewish folks who kind of put me on the game at a pretty young age. But 
what kind of bothered me about this was so Deshaun Jackson like reads this 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 clip basically this, this poll quote and that shit started Hitler said and I'm like whoa 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 that should have been enough to turn the page yeah that should have been red flag number one and he gets all the way through it and then Steven Jackson you know former NBA player thank you let's go let's go hopped on the live at least twice to defend what Deshaun Jackson was talking about. And I think honest Jewish people will, will will readily admit that, hey, like this is a community that is not without, you know, not above critique. But a lot of this anti-Semitic stuff, you know, again, harkens back to Nazi sentiments that we, we've been off that, like for a long ass time. And it just bothered me that Steven Jackson found like some some sliver of a thing to hold on to and make it seem like one, that was the whole thing. And two, like it wasn't fucking Adolf Hitler who said it. Yeah. I mean, that's, I mean, that's, that's not the man that you fucking tether your um, opinion base around in terms of right or wrong. You don't, you, you can't both sides it when Hitler is the person in question. We have universally agreed that he was an absolutely despicable human being the name Adolf is all but retired worldwide there like there are very few babies who are both named Adolf and not like the fifth or the sixth in their family line and they just get named Adolf because it's the last person was named because that's the last person was named and so forth um that kind of thing doesn't happen often in the history of like civilization, especially recorded civilization, where it's like, no, nah, this person was so bad, we don't even fuck with that name anymore. Like the dude who made Adidas did great to go by ADI as a, as a kid because his name is his full name is Adolf, his brother's name is Rudolph. And Rudolph is the Puma founder. He's the Adidas founder. He did great to go ADI for the rest of his life because can't imagine the strife and the struggle he would have gone through trying to sell shoes as Adolf Dossler. Mm-hmm. And Steven Jackson up here screaming about, yeah, he's speaking at Rio. You know, and not, but the thing with Steven not, Jackson... Not the Dossler, but... The thing with Steven Jackson, and I think enough time has passed where we can have an honest conversation about it. I was not surprised by Steven Jackson uh, co-signing this shit because, like... Two weeks before George was killed, um, Stephen was up like either on Instagram or whatever, like making video. Make no, he was on YouTube making um, hotel ass videos. Like, what's wrong with the black community is the black woman, and just talking all kind of reckless shit about black women and what they don't do and what they do too much and yada yada yada. So knowing that. Um, oh my God! Yes, yeah. I don't. You didn't know that, did you? See, that's the thing. I'm not so. I'm not so plugged into celeb culture. Just period. Despite the fact that I do a podcast about it, um, that I would have ever. That, well, part that about it, I mean, we we cover a whole bunch of shit. But yeah, go ahead. But also, like, I don't. He's he's not a person who I care to hear from that much. Like, just, yeah, that's why. <laughs> just kind of hot taking a little bit, like. There was something he said, uh, not related to Kaepernick, but it was in the kind of distant aftermath of the Kaepernick situation. And I was like, 
I'm okay with not hearing nothing this dude has to say. I think I remember what you're talking about, but I don't remember exactly what he said, but I know it was some bullshit. Yeah, he was just on his, you know, just speaking at real type. And I'm like, no, sir, this is this is very easily debunked, actually. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Usually people that go on about speaking that real be saying some real bullshit. Yeah, which reminds me of... I live in a city that is like 6% black and the number of like hotep adjacent, if not outright hotep people here is astounding. Mm. <laughs> Which just goes to show that shit's everywhere. Yeah, it is everywhere. Um, but Steve, uh, Deshaun, not Steven, Deshaun Jackson um, in his post uh, said, quote, I grew up in Los Angeles, never really had time to spend with anyone from the Jewish community and didn't know much about their history. Then why the hell did you say that? Um, <laughs> this has been such a, like, nigga, if you read the first time, you won't have to be making fucking apologies. But anyway. Or if you, uh, you see what this Hitler said, maybe skip that page. Yeah, right. Maybe just skirt, skirt past that, like, zoom past that nigga. Um, but he said, this has been such a powerful experience for me to learn to educate myself. Um, according to the post, he said, I want to make the proper steps to let people know that I have never intentionally had any hate in my heart. I never want to put the Jewish community down. I want to educate myself more and help bridge gaps, but bridge a gap between bridge the gap between all cultures. Um, and it's like, I hear that and good for you, but nigga, you I mean, you can't break that egg. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. Like nigga, you saw Hitler and kept going, like <laughs> right, like God damn, like we 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 like I said, I said a couple generations ago, we we figured out the Hitler thing. We decided as a society, like as a as a society, just like worldwide after World War Two, we were like, yo, that dude never again. It's a no. It's a permanent no. He is he is on all time like bench warmer mode, like. Right. He ain't even on the roster, uh, roster no more. Right. He is. He is done for in these streets forever. Right. And then, he, and then the movements happened where you know some people were like Hitler was right, and we immediately called those people neo Nazis and got them. To, you know, we didn't, like, he ain't getting the fuck out of here. But like we were like, yo, fuck them people. Shame. We shamed them as a society, as a collective. We shamed them. So like, nigga. Like, you don't even have to know Jewish people to be like, you see Hitler, you like, nah, son, nah, nah. Ah, ah it's just niggas. Like, I, it's not really that hard. Like, I get it. Nobody's born woke. Nobody's born aware. But, like, nigga, you could just at least try to get it right the first time so you won't have to be apologizing and educating yourself after the fact. Right. We learned Hitler bad way too long ago. Yes. Yes. Like, I was a kid around the same time Deshaun Jackson was a kid. You were, you know, either a little bit older, a little bit younger. We can't figure it out. But, um, <laughs> fair. But we, we, we learned that already. Like, that's not one we got to keep going over. Like, we learned that. That's just burning to our brains. Like, oh, God. Yeah. No, we, don't, we don't do that one. We don't do that one. Like, Nazi, that. Nazi, we don't do that. Like, anti Semitic, we don't do that. We, we don't like, do that. We off that. And, you know, Steven Jackson was on his own. I mean, they mistreat niggas all the time. It's like, yo, no, we, we try to get them the fuck out of here too. Like, don't don't get me wrong, but with with the thing with Nazism, there's a we we have a name to put on that one. Like slavery and how fucked up it was 
had so many progenitors and so many beneficiaries and so many uh, lost people, like people just lost in the in the mix. Um, and you know, now we're sort of pulling down all the tributes to colonialism and those who upheld slavery or didn't do enough to abolish it um, in their own right. We're working on that, but that this this isn't the oppression Olympics. You don't say, "Oh, I'm not gonna do right by Jewish people because other people, maybe including Jewish people, ain't doing right by niggas." I mean, Donald Sterling's out of the league, OG. Like we 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 yeah, um, we trying, we doing our best, but to get to the root of it is a lot harder than getting to the root of what Adolf Hitler was so proud to put his name on. Right, and that's also, the difference. You, also, you do realize that y'all, you do realize Nazis don't like niggas either, right? Right, like you, you're not, you're not about to like. They don't fuck with us, it's right? You're not about like, to they, get this poll like, quote they, and they, be they, like, "Yo, niggas is good." Nigga, have you seen <laughs> the current fucking administration? <laughs> so. Yeah, no. I mean, and and we don't we don't talk about it a lot because it's it's kind of not a focal point of what's going on with the show. But I mean, when this came up, I was like, God damn, Deshaun, way to step in it, bro. Like, right? This is this ain't it. Like, this is like super not it. This is like this ain't it one hundred and one. Like, right? This is like making a free throw, nigga. <laughs> like, dog. Like this this is this is you running the fly route. Like, just right. Just keep running. <laughs> Just, just keep running. Get to you get to Hitler saying, keep turning the pages. Next page, next page. When is Hitler done talking? So I can maybe get something worth the fuck out of this book, or I can put it down and walk away from it. So exactly. Ugh. Anyway, anyway. Um, speaking of uh, well, we talked about this person putting their foot in their mouth when it comes to the uh, to the Washington racial slurs, but uh, Jay Williams also had some comments. Um, where he talked about uh, NBA players uh, sounding tone deaf uh, for complaining about their um, current living arrangements in the uh, NBA, in the uh, NBA Disney World bubble, um, preparing for this. Um, I I don't know what they even call it a season. I don't know whatever the fuck they, they do. They, the they, yeah, they, they try to they try to finish what they started, which. I respect the mission of it, but this is just not gonna. It's, this it's is not, not gonna go well. It's not gonna go well. My king Russell Rossi done got po- tested positive for COVID, and I just, I just, uh, please respect my privacy in this time. Thank you so much. Um, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, Jay Williams had some choice words. He ripped players who were complaining about living conditions, um, calling them tone deaf, and challenging them to think about the real working real everyday working americans um the i don't says, i don't like that yeah no because get the quote out get the quote out he says um nba players cannot be tone deaf my nba brothers you cannot be tone deaf right now in this current environment we all know that the, we all know the life the nba players live you are blessed get a chance to be on planes get a chance to have millions of dollars in your bank account you live a different level of life but that is drastically different from what real everyday working Americans are going through right now. He continues, uh, you are in a billionaire bubble, he added. If you want to complain about the anxieties you have from COVID-related issues, I get it. Complain about that. We all have a right to complain about that. 
But when I hear NBA guys complaining about living facilities, food that they have, they, they have been having delivered to them, it's tone deaf. It is very tone deaf. I want you to think about people who are everyday working, who are making minimum wage, trying to make ends meet, that are going to factories, that are going to really harsh working, um, working environments currently. Uh, and he says some more, but it's mostly a mostly a repeat of um, what I've already quoted. So, uh, me, go ahead. I guess that motorcycle wasn't tone deaf. Uh, <laughs> We're gonna leave that right there, and if you know, you know. Um, <laughs> this guy. <laughs> Yeah, this is a case, honestly, of not the mess, the, not the message, but the messenger. Well, it's both because here's the other thing: he made a great second act out of, you know, riding a motorcycle, <laughs> and he he got on as an analyst, you know, and you know, it's been praised for ability to you know break down the game and make it relatable to the average fan and so on and so forth. I don't need to belabor that point. But also don't don't use what I'm going through as an everyday person to fucking beat them people over the head about what is clearly a situation of expectation and promise not meeting actuality. Mm. Like my situation sucks because I know my situation is going to suck. And I know that, you know, to be working is to necessarily incur, you know, capacity considerations, earnings potential, um, you know, unemployment, ignore my calls, and so forth. I get that. Like, all of those things don't exist in a vacuum, but they also don't exist as cudgels or leverage for people who were told and promised one thing and are receiving another, they have the right to say, hey, like this ain't this ain't up to this ain't up to par. Now mm. some of some of the sharing of that was kind of weird. It was just like, come on, dog, like you complaining about this, but this is this is what they were able to do on super short notice. But yeah, it's just like, yeah, some of it just comes across as every man appealing when I don't know if Motorcycle has opened his wallets to everyday working people, right, that he's now using to make his point regarding NBA players complaining about their, their living conditions. That's but fair. Now that part I don't think fair. he has. I don't think, I doubt he has. Um, now that part or if I Or if he that. has, I, I haven't. Uh, seen that he did that, but yeah, no. Like again, some of the some of the complaining is is you know it's goof true. Um, others of it, you know, I can I can see why a player would be disappointed and feel like he needed to take it to the streets. I mean, we saw the WNBA players and and the facilities they were fucking forced into, and just like this, how y'all doing these women? you know, in the months after negotiating better accommodations and better salaries and better quality of life for them. Yes. Like that's garbage. And it needs to be put on front street because they shouldn't have to lie down taking that. But 
I think the NBA players um, who, again, are in much more money situations do kind of need to see the forest for the trees a little bit better. Yeah. Like, I was about to say, like, the thing with the WNBA is I feel this a bit different because, you know, you, know, you can never disassociate uh, uh, patriarchy and misogyny from capitalism. Like, they go hand-in-hand. So, I do feel like the NBA players – I mean, the WNBA players fighting uh, for, you know, the, their right to better living conditions and, and increased wages, I think that is wildly different from NBA players. Um, I, I get some of, I, I understand like the counter arguments to, to Jay's point. Um, some of which you, you just articulate and I get it at the same time. Like at the end of the day, I'm just like, not to be cold, but maybe it's kind of cold and maybe I'm a problem. I'm problematic for it. And I, I'll take that scarlet letter, but it's just like, you niggas are rich. Like it is some people who don't even know if they're going to be alive tomorrow. And you are complaining that the food ain't, the food ain't well done. Like you thought it was going to be like, nigga, you could have stayed home. Cause again, you are rich. And even if y'all not like rich, like everybody's not LeBron, like everybody's not LeBron. Everybody's not James Harden. Everybody's not KD, Russell Westbrook, et cetera. But a lot of NBA players, even the quote unquote scrubs, they are still, they still have a lot more money than like the average American person, especially yeah, in no, these times well right now. So it's like, nigga, I get it. Do you know what this is? What, rest in peace to our good, our good friend Curtis. Curtis used to say this all the time. Some stuff you just got to keep in the eye message. Yep. That's, it. that's the case with these NBA players. Like, not saying that you can't complain. Everybody, because in the words of Salon, we all got the right to be mad. Everybody mad about something. I get that. But you have to read the room. Like, there are people that don't know if they're going to live tomorrow, don't know if they're going to have a meal, roof over their heads, or in, in constant paranoia and shock and, and, and all types of anxiety because of COVID. Like, the last thing a lot of people want to see is, like, NBA players who make millions, if not thousands. And, again, even thousands is more than some people have, a lot of people have right now. Being like, you know what, this ragu don't slap. Yeah, and so I think some of it, right, and, and kind of find a, try to find the, the, the middle ground here, which I typically don't look to seek, but I think in this case is valid, um, were in some cases where it was like, yo, the players are straight up like, yo, my dietitian doesn't, like, had me not fucking with that shit for, like, years now. And so when you see, like, J.R. Smith with, like, a fucking cup of Velveeta Easy Mac, I'm just like, I get it. <laughs> I get it. Or if you see, you know, some big power forward ass nigga with like eight grapes and two cuts of cantaloupe as his <laughs> fruit portion, I'm like, yeah, I get it. This nigga eats eight grapes and two cuts of cantaloupe in like one, like two handfuls. Yeah. And then he's still hungry. So, so, so some of it I get. Like others of it, I was just like, all right, you just being good. Yeah. Sideball niggas love Evita, don't they? John Morant was like, I'm a couple noodles type of dude anyway, so I'm not complaining. And I'm like, Ja, you 19 years old, fam. Like Yeah, yeah, that was also that. <laughs> like you you don't you don't have the experience with the nutritionists quite like maybe some of the like yeah, like Gerald Smith, you know, he might be a knucklehead, but he's been around nutritionists for 
a dozen years now, if not more. Yeah, like he's in so, good shape. Like Jaw, you Jaw, you was a college, you just was a college student. You probably just stopped drinking sodas, maybe like yep, like two weeks ago. Right, like yeah, you got hops, but also like a part of your hops is because you just don't have any fat on your body. And the reason you got no fat on your body is because you eat shit like a couple of noodles where it just burns off. But also, you really got like you're kind of thin, buddy. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that's, you that's like the whole thing. When when Zion was being hooked up to have his uh, analytics stuff, you know, like the heart monitor, and then like you know the the, the breathing rate, how fast he was moving, etc. How you know how high he was jumping. He was like, I just want to play, and it's like. Do you want to play for a long time or do you just want to play? Because, like, there's two answers to that question now. And, you know, now more than ever where they care about the players' bodies and they'll, they'll sit a guy, they'll sit an all-star for rest against, like, a really good opponent and be like, you just didn't have a good night of sleep last night, so you're not playing today. Right. Or you played 40 minutes, 40 games in a row, you're playing 24 minutes tonight. You know, they, these coaches make these kind of decisions all the time. Because, you know, for winning teams, they're looking at long-term viability. For losing teams, they're looking at preservation of the good pieces they do have so that they can build around these guys. Like, I remember Anthony Davis's rookie season. He played, like, 28 minutes a game. And you look at how good he was even just right out of the box, and you go, on, on what planet do you play Anthony Davis, who was rarely in foul trouble, 28 minutes a game? And it's the one where you go, the boy was 6'10", maybe 220 pounds coming out of college. And we about to ask him to bang with Western conference, big men for long stretches. And he's not conditioned for that just yet. So when he got up to like 240, 250, then it was, okay, you got some definition in your body and you can play with the big boys for the long stretches now. But yeah, with, with, with the conditions under which they're having to play at all, um, it's going to be kind of a, a challenge, right, physically as much as anything else to uh, perform the way they want to. So I understand it. But, yeah, at the same time, it's like some of y'all just – some of y'all just being goofy right now. Like Ray, Ray John Rondo, I think, called it like Motel 6 accommodations. I'm like, dude, you ever been in a Motel 6? Listen, and even then, again, some people would kill for a Motel 6 right now. Right. Like Tom Bodette leaving the light on for you. Um, you know, some somebody might see that as a welcome accommodation. What the light is on, right? Light. Listen, be like Soldier Boy. Light. Let's yeah. see. Is is Tom Tom Bodette is still with us? He's only sixty. He's the same age as my mom. Mm. Oh my goodness. Yeah, he's still with us. He's, and he's been doing them commercials since I was little. Man, okay. Shout out to Tom Bodette one time. Yeah, he's still with us. Still, still kicking. Still kicking. But yeah, yeah. Um, and right on, Rondo. Don't shit on Tom Bodette's uh, motel chain. Right. Uh, well, it's not his motel chain, but he does the the sound, the voiceover for it. Um. But yeah, don't don't fuck over Motel Six, and don't especially don't compare your shit to goddamn Motel Six. That's not what's happening. No, not at all. Um. Speaking of some more shit going on, um. Uh, Mr. Uh, Man of the People, as of late, one of the few black celebs that that, that uh, speaking speaking of tone deaf, one of the few black celebs as of late that has not been tone deaf. Um, Tory Lanes um, has been arrested on a gun charge um, after a night out with Megan Thee Stallion. Um, 
Mr. Lanes got busted after an alleged argument outside of a house party led to cops finding a gun in his car. Um, and Megan the Stallion was there too, according to law enforcement. Um, the police got a call of disturbance outside of Hollywood Hills residence around 4.30 a.m. Sunday when officers arrived. Uh, witnesses reported people arguing in an SVU before someone fired shots in the air and the vehicle took off. Um, sources say the cops got a description of the SUV and located it shortly after and found the rappers inside along with another woman. We're told Megan, uh, Megan had a... A uh, cut on her foot believed to be from broken glass on the floor of the vehicle. When the cops searched it, they found a gun. Um, Tory Lanes was taken to, was then taken to jail and booked on carrying a concealed weapon in a vehicle, a felony. Um, updated, um, Megan has been listed as a victim in the incident, and she has been taken to to a hospital immediately after, immediately after Tory was arrested and treated for wounds on her foot. Um, and that is all of the information as of now. Um, also, interestingly enough, because I'm getting this from TMZ, you know, they shady as hell. Um, earlier on Saturday night, Megan and Tori appeared together on her Instagram live with Kylie Jenner at what appears to be a pool party at, um, Kylie's Homely Hills pad. Um, it is not reported, um, or confirmed that that's where the location of said party took place, but you know, you, I guess we can connect dots and, you know, look at the material. Um, so I'm just curious about what kind of gun it was that Tory Lane just called with. So I know anything bigger than like a Saturday Night Special, and it wasn't his, right? Um, like, we don't, uh, a, 20, a 22 at the lar- a 25 at the largest, sorry, not a 22, a 25 yeah. at the largest. And then, you know, he well, you know, I mean, first of all, you know, he's Canadian, like he might have had a musket. Oh, oh my know. god, are you, are you okay. I, was 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 that was that was you know what that I, I'll take the L on that one. I'll take the L on that All one. Right, that, okay. that, that was unnecessary, but I said it, so it's fine. Um, not a good look for Mister Lanes. Um, um, hoping Megan has a speedy recovery. But honestly, <laughs> and I mean, I like Tory. Like I say, Tory has been one of the few black celebs that has not. Uh, been toned there during this whole, excuse me, during this whole pandemic, during this whole, during the protests, um, um, and demonstrations, um, and pro, pro, uh, protesting police brutality and things of that nature. But at the same time, him and Megan, um, they kind of been wilding, um, a little bit, like every. Uh, damn near every time you turn around, Tori and Megan throwing th- either are, th- are throwing or are at some kind of party or get together, and it's like um or not get together shindig, and it's like um are y'all niggas practicing social distancing and and, and prevention because um it don't look like it. <laughs> no, no, um they're not and. You know, as with all things, obviously, you know, we say, look, if you're going to be doing this, measure your risk and contain the spread and wear your fucking mask and wash your hands a lot. But yes. um, carry hand sanitizer, too, and use it. Don't just carry it. Use it. Yeah. Run out of hand sanitizer. Have to pay that high-ass markup for hand sanitizer. Um, <laughs> Listen, that shit is high as fuck. Damn, like, I got 
That shit is the cost of a brick. <laughs> I I I have a means of filling mine up for free, so I'm I'm good. But I am in a astounding minority in that way, and I am incredibly thankful that I get to see those prices kind of hit a little monthly laugh and keep. But yeah, no. Um, Tory Lanez taking the gun charge will uh, help his street cred in ways that his Aaliyah samples won't. So shout out to him. <laughs> um, Megan the Stallion is too tall for him, which might inform some other things about him. Maybe, possibly, perhaps. These are all just throwaway one-liners. I'm so sorry. Um, <laughs> You're doing amazing, Bianca. And Megan, girl, why the hell are you hanging out with uh, any other gender girls? What is what is what are the goals? Yeah, what is what is what any anybody dealing with that family, Megan. Megan and Tori, like, what are you, why are you, why are you, what is, nothing good comes from that family. Yeah, we gotta, we gotta get Mr. Delivered on the air horn for this because, uh, <laughs> right. I don't understand the maneuvers. Yeah. Y'all need to get somewhere and sit down. Sit down. Um, but yeah, I hope that that gun wasn't Mr. Lane's and I hope that the charges don't stick. I hope that Megan gets a speedy recovery and I hope both of y'all stay home and practice some social distancing and stay away from that family. Indeed. Um, but because nothing comes good. Listen, Tori, you doing good. You've been doing good, sir. Don't ruin it. Don't ruin it. You're going to be out here looking like Chance the Rapper. Oh, boy. <laughs> did, you, did you see the latest with him? Yes, you talk. Yes, when he was like, "I apologize because Terry Crews co-signed him." Yes, that was hilarious. <laughs> that was. Funny I was like, shit. I was like, "Oh, that's all it took, huh?" Word. That, okay, you you off the goofy shit. Hopefully, we get no name off the next. Cause... That motherfucker said, "Hey, that motherfucker said sometimes you just gotta down the hill." Terry said, "I know that's right." He was like, "I do the views and opinions." Yeah, uh, yeah, right. That boy hit the. He had the public service announcement music. Uh, he said, he put, he, he said, ah, ah. He said, listen, Mr. Chance gave Terry no chance to co-sign his fuck shit. Yes, indeed. He was like, you know what, I'm good. You know what, y'all, I apologize. He picked that card up quick. Right, right. He was, no, like, um, he was like, look, I, look, I get it. Like, he was like, look, I get it, you know, he basically he he basically kind of said like I'm still like working through my radical shit, but like I get it, but I do not co-sign with Terry, which honestly is good enough for me, to be honest. Yeah, <laughs> to be honest, because I, I mean I, I can't just, in good faith not I can't in good faith not fuck with him on this radical shit. He just can't say Kanye to me. That's the only thing that was my right. issue with. <laughs> right, I don't like, I don't fault him for like being on his radical shit or trying to work through his radical shit. Because I mean honestly, a lot more of us could stand to do that. Right, but yeah, honest, Kanye, is, Kanye is not the answer. It's just when it's just he started off with Kanye. That was my thing. But he was that, like, that okay, is... I hear y'all now. No, <laughs> soon as Terry yeah, that... said yes, he said no. <laughs> yeah, I just need Terry Crews to go uh, co-sign No Name on uh, on that old. Well, Trump ain't that bad because all the presidents are bad. And it's like, baby, we doing harm reduction right now. Uh, put a pin in that because uh, I actually think y'all giving no name too much shit for no reason. But put a pin in that. Um, I, I, I think I think the niggas that are going J Cole right after all are just like way missing the point. But I I do think so. I mean, you know my stance on this. It's it's pretty clear. Like I'm not enthused about voting for Joe Biden at all, like not one bit. And in fact, I am willing to publicly say 
that I'm willing to trade my vote to somebody in a battleground state to say, hey, look, I'm going to mark for the person that you want to see get some representation. You just do what we need to do to get Trump the fuck out of here. We'll both leave this handshake agreement happy because your person gets represented via a notch, a tally in the vote marks, and we can turn Donald Trump into a loser, which is the one thing he fucking hates and the one thing that we all need more than any other, really, at this point, um, because I don't want four more years of that nigga. Um, and the problem is, if we not if we not actionably like burning this motherfucker down or turning it into something else altogether, if there's no actionable things that I can jump on and be like, "Yo, we doing this? Let's go." This is all talk. And well, here's the thing: I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't, I don't mind the talk. I like the talks. So I like that the talk leads to actionable things. But right, but the, see, the at thing the same is, time. Ahead, like there's room for both. There's room to there's room to reduce harm, and there's room to be like, yo, like if Biden fuck it up as bad as we think, even though we clearly know he ain't gonna be worse than Trump, then this whole shit could go. Here's the thing with that though, you can't get to the action if you silence the talk because you're so focused on reducing harm, even though people right. still die in reducing the harm. Right. Like, that's the that's thing. what I'm saying. I'm like, yo, we need we need to fight this at every attack point. So you're right. Like niggas talking about, like silencing her, talking about J. Cole is right. Like I said, they they hella missing the mark. Like I I don't endorse that shit at all. But when I say Trump is the worst president at all, like that's not really a well actually that's not a well actuallyable sentence. If I can get away with using well actually one as a verb as an, as as an as an activity, and two if I can then like flip that shit into like an active active verb like. like trump trump fucking sucks at this shit and i'm glad that his being so bad at it has activated so many people to want better for ourselves and i can justly be counted in that number Um, here's my question though do you i I won't put you on the spot i'll just say in general do people want better do that do they want better as in keep the same system but just a different face or do they want better in fuck all this shit and let's make a new system that actually is the better that we all deserve because I think no name is on the latter and not necessarily with the former and I think a lot of us are doing this just as trying to silence her out of the latter right and and that's and again that's where I am with it I'm like my aspiration is to right like the latter like it, it is to get this shit figured out and to make it into something else. And I don't know what that something else is going to look like either. So I'm not sitting up here acting like I got all the answers, but here's the answer I got. Here's the answer I know. And here's the, here's, here's, here's the proof that I can point to. And that's that Trump fucking sucks. And as, as it currently stands, he is, he's one of two people who can be the president in 2021. Um, and I don't like that, and I don't like that enough to where, like, I'm going to do my part within the shitty system that I hate to see to it that he don't get to be in it no more. Mm-hmm. And from there, if, if, and I mean, I'm saying if, as if it's not an inevitability, but as Biden shows himself to just be sort of another himself. player in the game, <laughs> Yeah, to be another player in the game of shitty imperialist American politics, like, then we start creating the action to, like, overthrow this bitch and hopefully get it done before the 2024 election. 
if we can do it, but it's going to take people realizing, yes, none of this shit is really all that good for us. And also realizing like, no matter what, we can't have a second Trump term because then that motherfucker might work some shit out to make himself permanent president. And you know how when you play back in the day, you'd be playing in the neighborhood and you had an odd number of kids, but it was that one kid you didn't really fuck with. Yeah. And that one kid you didn't really fuck with was like, well, make somebody all-time quarterback so I can play too. Yeah. And so now, and now you can play early. quarterback for both teams, but then also that kid never gets thrown the ball. And also that kid uh, gets challenged by the all-time quarterback when he's on defense more than everybody else. Yeah. Trump is Trump is is that kid right now who is saying, oh, well, make an all-time quarterback. And the all-time quarterback is him being a president. And with him installed as president, it like, yes, you have a very clear and very obvious demon to point to as your enemy. But also, like, you have the, the global embarrassment that, I mean, their president is continuing to run shit in the country where we're like, fuck, we can't do nothing about it. Except to overthrow it and burn it down and rebuild it from the ground up. And again, I would rather see Trump embarrass himself in the way of being a loser and then burning this shit down on like the more favorable people's time, right? Because you do that shit then and it's like, yo, we really was about that action. Like, we we got the evil fucking incarnate Trump out of here and we turn this shit into a whole different system at the same damn time. I hear you. I do. But I think basically I think a lot of us are full of shit. Like we are like burn this shit down, but we like, okay, but burn it down. But like, also don't talk about why we need to burn it down. And that includes to your point. Uh, well, not to your point, but you say like Trump is like the obvious demon, which he is, but like, that's the thing. Like you can't in one breath be like, burn this bitch down. But like you are only, and I'm not saying you specifically be I'm saying the general. Right. Yeah. You can't like also be like, Oh, I want to burn this bitch down. You know, like, I, you know, I give a good a damn example. <laughs> I was going to bring this up like when we was closing the show, but shit, since we're here now. I do not like that a lot of people are taking one thing that the Angela Davis said and use it in, using it in ways that she don't even fuck with. Right, exactly. I she, saw a lot of that. And... She, she said that she, and honestly she has, because uh, I think she did, well, she didn't do the same thing. I don't think she spoke, but she was involved in the, in, uh, the 2016 election. But she did say that she um, would vote. Uh, honestly, she didn't say if I'm thinking correct, if I'm remembering correctly, she didn't say outright say, yeah, Biden has my vote. But what she did say she would vote uh, and she does want to see the current um, president um, removed and ousted from office. Um, but she also said a lot of other stuff in that interview. Um, a lot of stuff that you niggas a whole really, lot of other stuff. Uh, yeah. really don't fuck with um, because she talked about communism, you know, and, and Lord knows a lot of you niggas think communism is just some Russia shit. Um, right. She, she talked about prison abolition, which a lot of you niggas say that you are for, but at the same time, you don't really believe that for real, for real. Yeah, you, um, you do a little too eager to call the police when it's 
a, li a little too eager to call the police. She talked about um, she talked about community uh, community prevention, which a lot of you niggas be like, well, if we get rid of the police and we we'll polish everything, what do we do? Well, she gave the answers right there. You just didn't pay attention to that part. Exactly. You were so because you were so focused on one part that you're using to shame people. Uh, she also she talked about a whole bunch of stuff. Like it amazes me that for all the radical stuff that Angela Davis has been about, has stood for, has been in these streets for. And a whole bunch of you niggas, I have not seen y'all share a quote Angela, Angela Davis not nearly, not nearly as much as y'all have in this one excerpt from this whole interview where she said a whole bunch of other stuff that you ignored. Right, that nigga was a 30, 40 minutes, right? But, like, yeah, yeah. And y'all taking this one part to be like, oh, well, if if Angela Davis say she, if, if radical ass Angela Davis say she gonna vote, y'all have no excuse. And it's like, nigga, you, first of all, she don't even, Angela Davis has never been about this shit. She has never been about shaming people. She has never been about beating people over the head. She has always been about people first, community first. Um, be be in touch with yourself. Be in touch with how you feel about what's going on in the world. And right. Being educated, being be aware. Like she has always been about the people, education, and and just and and fighting. And like the fact that y'all are taking her and basically reducing her to a vote or die sound clip. Y'all need y'all ass beating. I'm not even being uh, contrite about it. No. And y'all need right, y'all ass beat. Like it is so disrespectful what y'all are doing. It is so disrespectful. Yeah, and they think they slick. That's the worst part about it. Go ahead. I'm saying they think they think they slick. That's the worst part about it. Right. Because it's not lost on me that you niggas have not shared her more vertical views, but you sharing this one thing that she said that you, that you agree with. Right. The the one book. What was it like? A, a minute and a half long quote that she had. No. Yeah. Yeah. That's 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 not that's not the way. That's not the path. That's not. That's how not we... the path. That's not the path. Because she also said in that same quote, saying that, "Hey, listen." Uh, both of these parties still both literally they both, still both literally both. She said literally both of these parties still serve the capitalist imperialist agenda. So yep. you niggas skip right over that shit, didn't you? Oh, like we knew they would. Right. So like I get it to B's point. Like I get it. You want Trump out of office, but the thing that y'all are doing with Angela Davis's word, weaponizing weaponizing them. That shit is incredibly disrespectful. Like, imagine, imagine, imagine you who have not read, you ain't been to now protest, you ain't been to now community organizer, you ain't been to now activist, you ain't read not now of Angela Davis's work, you ain't read, you ain't listened and or read to that whole fucking interview, you ain't did read no abolitionist work, you ain't read not a damn thing. You ain't follow not nam, you know, radical, and I'm not using that as pejorative. I'm just using that as a catch-all term. You ain't follow not nam radical thought that Angela Davis has stood for and said. Did ever and stood for. Ever stood for. And because she said this one thing, you think you got license to talk down to people who are radicalized, who have been following her work for years, who are literally, who the fuck do you think has been in them streets with these protests and, and riots, quote-unquote? And you think you got the nerve to talk to, to talk to people any old kind of way, calling them fake radicals because they following Angela Davis and disagree with this one thing that she said? Y'all got a lot of fucking nerve. Y'all have a lot of fucking nerve. And have had a lot of nerve since 2016. 
Yeah, like, that, that yeah, was the one of, thing. Of, Go ahead. Yeah, no, I'm saying a lot of these niggas, like, they they not, you know, they not but so far about the action, which I get it. Some people's sophistications uh, don't have very strongly sophisticated convictions, but at the same time, it's like, yo, don't be, like, don't weaponize people who are radical in, in this that's like people doing that like with Bernie Sanders a lot where like, you know, they would go find like old initiatives that he supported, stuff like that, and be like, ah, right, well, is this your is this your radical king? And it's like he off that, yes. He he is still very many people's radical king. Thanks for asking. Right. Like, <laughs> right. Next question, please. Right. Like, like don't like like I'm and I'm not saying like you not being radical is not necessarily a bad thing, but I do think if you aren't radical, if 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 you are not a radical person, I get that everybody you know ain't built the same. But the least you could do is shut the fuck up. Right. That's the least you could do. Let let the adults handle this. Let the adults handle this, and that's kind of goes what I was saying about no name, like. The thing about, like you were saying, Bianca, like getting to the action of burning this shit down, it can't, we can't get there, in, in my opinion, we can't get there unless we are at, on, if we, damn, I can't talk. We can't get there unless we are ready to have very tough and very honest conversations. Like you said, people are well actually about what Trump is the worst pre- president ever. I get it. I do. At the same time, it's not necessarily a well, actually, when the truth is, literally every fucking president, even ones that we like, <coughs> cough, cough, Obama, has the blood of American capitalist imperialism on their hands. And who has been affected by that the most? Black and brown people. Like, even I saw um, somebody um, the other day who was like, vote, but hold all these politicians accountable, even ones you like. It starts there. Like, you can't be afraid to have honest conversations just because you want Trump out of office. We all do. That's a no-brainer. But right. how do we get to, okay, none of this shit is for us, no matter who's in office. It's varying degrees depending on who's in office, absolutely. But none of this shit is really for us. None of this shit is fair. And even when it's, quote-unquote, good for us, it's worse for everybody else, which saves nobody. I mean, it, it saves us, quote unquote, but like, then we can't then turn around and be like, for example, one thing I always go back to is remember when Trump was about to start World War Three, and everybody yep. and everybody was like, you know, this is what y'all voted for, didn't vote for it because you didn't vote, and then if Hillary was, it was here, blah blah blah, and it's like, uh, pump your brakes, y'all. This isn't time for an honest conversation. <laughs> You look at Hillary's track record, it ain't that goddamn, foreign policy-wise, it ain't that goddamn good. You look at all boy Obama's policy, foreign policy, it ain't that goddamn good. Like, you can't pick and choose when you want to care about American foreign politics when it's somebody that you don't like. Rightfully, it's somebody that you don't like. Like, you can't care about what the U.S. does you can't pick and choose when you care about what the U.S. does to other countries when it's Trump, but when somebody brings up in a quote-unquote, well, actually, you know, your boy Obama, you be like, ah, ah, no, it can't be no ah, ah, because, again, if we're going to get to the action of burning this shit down, making it actually equal and fair and equity and, 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 and good for everybody, 
then we yep, can't that, have a uh uh-uh. uh. We can't be afraid to we can't be afraid to have tough conversations about people that we like in politics. Yep, we got we gotta acknowledge that and we gotta we gotta see it. And we can't that, just be that, like that, that is his role I'm, in that legacy. Yeah. No, yeah. We can't just be like we can't just acknowledge it and then move on. You know what I'm saying? Like we can't just acknowledge it and be like, okay, yeah, but back to Trump. No, like both at the same time. Like, yes, fuck Trump, but also like both the hands. nigga that we like, he contributed to American uh, imperialism, capitalism, and subjugation. Like, again, you can't pick and choose when you care. Yep. Again, it's 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 a, it's a both-and situation. And, yeah, you got to reckon with the less kind parts of Obama's legacy, too. We can say, you know, thank you to him for the good things that he did. And we can say, ooh, he's got these things on his record that, like, we need to acknowledge and not uphold him as this beacon of perfection when he was very far from that. Yeah. Like you can't be, you can't not holding the lesser of two evils accountable or even acknowledging that a lesser of two evils is still evil is not the path to what we claim that we want, which is liberation of freedom. Like we, you can't like there are people. Oh, go ahead. So you got to call it all what it is. Yeah, you got to call it out with this. And you have to make peace with whether you are okay with... You You have to be make peace with if you are okay with the lesser of two evils, knowing that they are still going to do evil, or, well, and or you have to make peace with you are prepared and willing to put people in community first and say, fuck all this shit and burn it down and start anew. Yep. How you gonna do it? And how you gonna do it? And how you get the, how you get to that point? How you get to that point is not jumping down no name's throat because she's telling a truth that you don't want to hear right now because you are rightfully obsessed with getting Trump out of here. That's right. all I'm saying. Indeed. I. Uh, yeah, no. So, but yeah, it's still fuck Trump 24 over this way. And we got to get that nigga the fuck out of here. And also we burning this bitch to the ground. Let's go. I think the thing, I think a lot of the disappointment that like, not the head asses who were like, J. Cole was right. Like, come on. Like, that's, that's stupid. Um, but I think a lot of people just looking for like the follow-up tweet that just didn't come. Um, in her case. And no, that's fair. I think, I think in that case, yeah, people were like, all right, so, sis, what's the plan? Like, you got your account back. What's, what's up? Like, tell us. Like, what, what you thinking? Mm-hmm. And just kind of left us in the dark where it was just like, yo, no, people are emotional about Trump's presidency because every single day he either says something ridiculously stupid or passes some stupid law that, you know, affects marginalized people in profoundly negative ways. Yeah. And, and that's not a wrong thing to be emotional about it. Yeah, and I think yeah, a lot of the critiques I saw was like, "Sis, what's the what's the second tweet? Like that, like this this is a thread to build on. Like, what where, where do we go next? What's going on? Let's let's talk it through." Yeah. Um, I think the other thing with No Name is like, she No Name um, is one of those cases where it's like a dragon helped her because she hadn't always been on this. Like, right. let's she hadn't always been on this. She's made some. I think what got her was like she was making pro-capitalist tweets back in the day and then got dragged. 
and she was like, you know what? Well, let me read up on this shit. Let me, you know, do my Googles and let me do some research. And now sisters on the shit she on now, but that didn't like it. Did she had she 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 quote unquote got counseled, then did her research on why and was like, oh, oh, so this is oh oh okay. Well, child, we could burn this shit down then. Yeah. Like, that's what happened to No Name, which a lot of us could stand to do. A lot of us could stand to do all Googles because people would be like, well, you know, everybody got the answers to anti-capitalism. Well, what do you propose we should we replace it with? Well, there have been, well, I mean, not to be an ass, but like Google is just a click away. Like, there have been countless people, advocates, activists, you know, people like Angela Davis, who y'all misquoting to use her to shame people now that have proposed socialism, ways that it can work, you know, community organizing, community prevention, like all the questions that you ask that really you only want one specific answer to, and that's really to just replace the current system with, well, replace the people in charge in the current system with people that you like. Um, there are answers to the questions that you have. It's just up to you to do your own research and, and, and do your Googles and you will find these answers. You know, it's, it's not hard. Yeah. Yeah. We, we just, yeah. Everybody got to find their way. Everybody got to know their role. Yeah. My role is making sure that the, the inventory and the supplies are, accounted for, stocked, and distributed appropriately. Yeah, my role is sharing information as best I can and hitting funds for, like, for protesters, you know, bail people out and things of that nature and do my little part. That is my part. You know, other people's part is to try to work within the system, which I ain't mad at that. Other people's part is to try to burn all this bitch down, and I damn sure ain't mad at that. So, you know, hey. What I am mad is that y'all disrespect to Angela Davis using her words like that. That's what I am mad about. Because how dare you? All right. With that, are we going to do some HBCU fashions or are we going to call it a show and give the people kind of a point five or we not about HBCU fashion? How you feeling? Um, I'm, let's see. I'm feeling, I'm, I'm feeling like, I'm feeling like we can, I'm feeling like we can end there. Like the other stuff I have, we, we, you know what? I'm gonna save it. We can talk about it, you know, later. Cause I don't feel yeah, it's going. So, it's going too well. So I feel, you know, cause I feel like we ended on a pretty important note, um, and I feel like we need to be at full strength for the foolishness that is HBCU fashion. So I think we can wrap it up tonight. Indeed, yes. Let's, uh, yeah, let's reconvene in a couple of days and uh, get these HBCU fashions off. What day of the week is it today, anyway? It is Tuesday, my friend. It is Tuesday, indeed. I should have known that already. In fact, I think I did know that. Just forgot it and then remembered, but then forgot it. Um, You're doing amazing, Bianca. Uh, you know what? Um, but yeah, let's let's do that. And then let's reconvene on Thursday, maybe. Friday, maybe. I don't know. Later so, this week. Yeah, later this week. Later this week, we'll uh, we'll 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 do a, a point five. We might not even label it a point five. We might just do a whole episode of HBCU fashion and just release that shit <laughs> next week for y'all. <laughs> <laughs> um, but 
thank you for listening. Thank you for uh, sticking with us. Thank you for supporting um, the network. Um, again, tell a friend to tell a friend. A friend. Um, please leave us five star ratings. No one star woes, please. And if you leave four stars, we think you being a hater. Honestly, we think you being shady, to be honest. Um, again, um, share with your friends the scholarship that the Fallen Noses Media Network has that is in honor of our dearly departed friend Curtis. Um, it is a LGBTQIA scholarship um, for LGBT Black LGBTQIA students. Um, we know schools starting back, which I, mm, mm, um, distance learning. Uh, way to go. Yeah. Yeah, uh, who good, good the hell look good good the hell look everybody. And I don't mean that as shade. So if you know any black LGBTQIA students, we will put the link for the for the scholarship and the requirements in the show notes. Um, Bianca, you got anything? Um, I'm trying to tell y'all who to stream this week, but not Cuddy Grandson because it seems to be disliked when I mention him by name. Uh, who's got a project out that I'm like super into? Krongbin. There we go. K H R U A N G B I N. Check them out. It's a cool little multi piece band. You know, woman on the bass, black guy on the drums, another guy on the guitar. They make really fun, really dope music that's inspired by various parts of uh, world cultures. So, yeah, check them out. Uh, check out Boldy James, who just is on a incredible hot streak right now uh go back and peel back through sharon jones and the dap king's discography and you know what three's enough there we go indeed check those artists out um show them some love and another thing like in in playing them oh here's my fault jc brooks and uptown sound there we go in playing them turn their radio stations on because my god like that's just four quick artists that i you know three i came up with quickly a fourth that i you know needle a second on but just by playing those artists radio stations i found so many dope artists yeah that i'm liking now um so all this belly aching i'm still seeing in the year of our law 2020 about how the music don't sound like it did in the 90s and all that type of stuff like some of it's that, some of it ain't, but like I can tell stylistically kind of what people may lean toward or may shade toward or may go for. And so, yeah, check those artists out. And I mean, Krongbin's a little, you know, a little different uh, conceptually and just they're more instrumental led, you know, pretty heavy on the, on just the, on the, on the instrument work. But those other three, they got some jams and they'll remind you of stuff that maybe you liked from the past. Give it a listen. Check them out. Treat yourself. Because you deserve. Oh, also, one other thing. One other thing. Um, for those of you who be on dating sites and the internets, your, your Instagrams, your Facebooks, your Twitters, and what have you, um, for all you quote-unquote alpha males and alpha females out there. You 36. Leave us alone. <laughs> Nobody cares. 
You're 36 and corny. Nobody gives a damn. Find you another hotel-ass alpha male or alpha female or whatever the fuck and be happy and onk and onk alliteration of matrimony and leave us the hell alone. Please. Indeed. I beg. I beg. And with that, we yes. out. Get you some grapefruit that looks like cake. Well, that actually is cake. Stay woke. All right, we gone. Baby.